Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> Look, these numbers kind of differ. They range from the low 30s to the low 40s. Low 40s is not good either. But what's key is the lowest are tied to the low for the pollster. Lowest tier. Lowest tier. This is one point off the lowest. Lowest tier. And when you have three or four pollsters showing the lowest numbers for the President of the United States, that is indicative of a president who's in a lot of trouble, at least to where he has standed historically. Well, let's talk about history here. How does Joe Biden, President Biden, compare to former President Trump in this stage of the presidency? You know, there was always that thing. Oh, Donald Trump has the lowest approval rating at this point in his presidency. We did it over and over and over and over again. Well, at this point in his presidency, Donald Trump's numbers actually, his average approval rating is one point higher than Joe Biden's, which is a 41 percent, Donald Trump at 42 percent. A first-term president at this point in his presidency, uh, this is the lowest. This is the lowest for anyone who was elected to the presidency and didn't get up there through the vice presidency. This is a really, really, really bad number. Would you believe me if I told you that that came from CNN? <laughs> would that shock you? It certainly would shock me. I wouldn't even believe myself, but that's exactly where it came from. I wonder if CNN is trying to tell the truth a little bit more, or maybe they're trying to seem like they're not biased uh, just because of how poor their ratings are. I mean, their primetime CNN that you can get for free, their primetime shows aren't getting anywhere above 700,000 viewers, and even that's pushing it to the uh, top level of, of viewership that they have. Their CNN Plus that they launched, which is a $5 a month or $6 a month subscription, I think I want to say they spent close to three hundred million dollars on the platform. You know they lured Chris Wallace over from Fox News. Not like that was a big loss. Uh, they're getting on average ten thousand viewers. So <laughs> big fail there. But I wonder if they're seeing that their CNN Plus is failing, CNN itself is failing, and they're trying to regain some of their former glory and tell a little bit more truth, you know, maybe be a little bit more unbiased against one side versus the other. I don't know. Maybe they think some viewers will come back. I guess we'll see. I know one trick that would definitely help CNN. For all people that hated Donald Trump, that was their main uh, staple. That's where they went to to find out everything and anything about Trump where they could just sit and be in unison with the host at the time on the channel there and they could just hate and hate and hate Trump and that's what they bled and that's what they loved. So if Trump came back, he may actually unintentionally save CNN from the collapse of the company. <laughs> so maybe they should vote for him this time. I'm just saying if he runs. Okay, the New York mass shooting that happened in the subway that was found to be a black supremacist instead of white, I guess, uh, hated white people. Uh, and I mean, I even watched a video where he was crying about, uh, the new Supreme court nominee that she's married to a white guy. Well, it's funny that everybody is now saying there needs to be a greater police presence in the subway system. AOC argued at the MTA focus should be on maintaining subways and bus services instead of increasing police presence. 
in our view, desperately needed resources would be better invested in subway, bus, maintenance, and service improvements. A letter sent from the uh, former governor, Andrew Cuomo, said, we are urging the MTA to divest from this current model of criminalization. AOC's letters under increased scrutiny after a shooter shot and injured at least 30 people on New York subway. The letter cited historical racial disparities in enforcement and said that an increase in police presence would harm communities of color. Instead of patrolling the turnstiles, existing police officers should focus on threats faced by MTA employees. Uh, The letter continued, Punishing the poor does not create a safer environment. Instead, it threatens the very foundations of our community. AOC, this girl's so stupid. (laughs) AOC said in a tweet that included the letter, uh, this is why my New York colleagues and I wrote the letter to Andrew Cuomo asking him to help put an end to MTA's dangerous policing policies. Well, congratulations. All of you in New York, you see what you get when you vote in a socialist, American cop-hating Nazi as one of your leaders. She's not interested in your safety. I really enjoy how she thinks it harms people of color because there's additional policing, making sure these types of actions do not happen. But she somehow believes that having less police officers in dim lit areas in the subway where there's known to be vagrants and crime, she seems that that somehow better protects people of color. Hello? Does anybody want to wake up yet? Can anybody see what these people are doing? I mean, her in general, she's just an idiot. So that statement's not surprising coming from her because I don't even think she knows what day it is. Okay, her and Joe should be hanging out a little more often. But in general, hello people. The Democratic Party, the ones that supposedly care about you, surely seems like they don't. (laughs) There's no denying it. Also, I'd like to point out that the New York subway shooting, since it was found out that it was a black guy, have you heard a whole lot about it? Kind of. You see how quickly news media stopped talking about it. Mainstream media is not saying anything anymore about it because you had a radical black man shoot a whole bunch of innocent people on the subway system. Doesn't fit the narrative. Goes against everything they tell you. Yes. Please pay attention. Oh, I would also like to mention he was a felon. Just in case anybody was wondering. So I'm sure he possessed that gun illegally. And New York has pretty strict gun laws. It's kind of hard to own a gun in New York. So I'm sure it wasn't a uh, legally purchased firearm that did a background check before he went in there and shot a bunch of people up. Everything about this story goes against their narrative. I just thought that I would bring that up. Because they are starting again with their push to remove guns from society. The never-ending push to take your Second Amendment right away. Rassaman did a poll that found that 59% think that it's not possible to completely prevent mass shootings like the one that did happen in Brooklyn. Uh, when the responses were broken down along with party lines, 65% of Democrat voters think that the U.S. needs stricter gun control while just 23% of Republicans concur. Also, 61% of Democrats believe stricter gun control would prevent attacks like the one in Tuesday's, uh, in Tuesday in Brooklyn. 
If the numbers are broken down along race, more black voters than white voters support stricter gun control, and 54% of black voters think that stricter gun control could prevent attacks like the subway attack in Brooklyn. New York already has an assault weapons ban and a high-capacity magazine ban, universal background checks, a red flag law, and numerous other controls. With all of those gun safety measures that New York has in place, they are ranked number three as far as strength of gun control laws. The number one ranked state for gun control laws is California, where six people were killed and numerous others wounded in the April 3rd, 2022 shootout in Sacramento. So if you are an advocate of the Second Amendment like I am and you're an advocate for guns, This will prove to you that regardless of what people think, it's not going to stop the problem from happening. Because again, the guy in Brooklyn, I'm sure he didn't acquire that gun legally. He got it illegally in one of the states that had, or the third ranked state for gun control. I mean, it's tough to own a gun in New York, only worse in California. As far as the world goes, one of the toughest uh, countries to own guns in is Mexico. And do we even need to go into that? I mean, isn't that what every movie's about? The cartels, automatic firing weapons. I mean, guns are abundant in, in Mexico. In Mexico, if my memory serves me correctly, because I did read into this quite a bit a while back, I believe the only gun that you can own in Mexico that's legally sold, and it's like one dealership in the middle of Uh, a town where it takes a long time to get there was something like you can own a little six shooter 22. (laughs) So why bother? Because, you know, 22s, depending on the strength, the make, the model, uh, I mean, you could come up and shoot somebody in the head and you didn't kill them. I mean, so what's the point when you're fighting against people that have automatic weapons? It doesn't make much sense. But it just proves the point that no matter how many laws you have in place, there's going to be shootings. And if you do not have guns, you know, let's go into China and some of these other countries. Then you're going to have people go and they're going to stab people. Or they're going to make homemade explosives. Or they're going to use their cars and run people over. Or they're going to buy chemicals that they can blend together to make something to throw on you that's really going to hurt. If people want to do some type of heinous act, it doesn't matter what rules and regulations you have in place because I know this is against all thinking of people that want to take these things away. The ones that are committing these crimes do not care about your laws. Your laws mean literally nothing to them. They're going to do what they're going to do and whatever is going to happen is going to happen no matter what laws are in place. All right, here's one that is not going to shock you, but uh, it definitely proves my point. (laughs) So I'm going to say it. Uh, Two inmates of a woman's only prison have become pregnant after having consensual sex with a transgender inmate. The women are among 800 people, including 27 trans women being held at Edna Mann Correctional Facility in Clinton, New Jersey. One of the inmates who is not available for parole until the year 2104 is now five months pregnant. How could that possibly happen in an all-women's facility? Is this like Jurassic Park 
where he says nature finds a way that all of a sudden, uh, if it's society, a society of all male frogs, one of them becomes female just so that they race doesn't die out or the species doesn't die out, excuse me, and so they impregnate and reproduce. Are we having one of those moments? Oh, no, not likely. What you have is insane people who are allowing men pretending to be women to go into an all women's jail because they're more than likely too scared to go into a men's jail even though they committed a crime and what are they doing well obviously they're having relations with the women in prison and now you're having a whole different problem of pregnant prisoners who a lot of them potentially will never see the light of day again and you're going to have to figure out what to do with this illegitimate child in prison. Although in a place like New Jersey, let's be honest, uh, they don't really care too much about abortion and they're more than happy to abort babies up till birth. So I would venture to say they probably are going to, if they find out soon enough, abort most of the children and then they won't have to worry about it. But being that this lady's five months pregnant and it would be her choice anyways, I guess uh, if she decides to keep the baby, then uh, I don't know, maybe the baby goes up for adoption or whatnot. But point is... In this insane world that we live in, where we're playing this game, where we're pretending that men are women and women are men, these are the types of problems you have when you don't have responsible adults that are using common sense and just a little, just a hint of critical thinking, are making decisions in society that should be based on the best outcomes rather than based on a woke agenda. So since we're going with the whole woke agenda, here's your new problem. You're having male inmates that are playing dress up, impregnate female inmates, and now you have to be faced with that problem. And why is that even concerning to me? Why should I care at all? Well, because our taxes fund the prison system. So whatever's happening, whatever medical attention that this inmate needs now, whatever attention the baby's going to need right off the rip, where do you think that that money comes from, even if it is an abortion? Where do you think that money comes from? Oh, right, from taxpayers, many of whom who disagree with the ideology don't think men should be in women's prison, are not pro-choice and are pro-life, but yet you're still going to use our tax money against our will and you're going to pay for these things. I don't know if we have gotten to a point in society where we are past the point of no return. Some days it does feel like that to me. Other days I am more optimistic and I see a lot of positive things happening, happening, excuse me, and I don't think that we've gotten to that point yet. But the day is coming where I don't I believe we're at a point of no return. And it is soon approaching. When I see these types of articles, that's usually a day where I'm feeling a little bit down and less optimistic about the way society's going because all of the alarm and sounding alarms and yelling and screaming and trying to warn people that people like myself and other much larger people and people that are at the same level are doing is it feels like it's falling on deaf ears. You just feel like people aren't paying attention as much as they should be. These types of things should never happen. They should not be happening. But unfortunately, like I said, because of a lack of leadership or having leadership that is just out of their mind, We are now faced with problems like these that we should not be dealing with in society. All right, change of subjects. Old Ronnie DeSantis, Ron Don, is doing a great job in Florida. 
Thank you, Mr. DeSantis. If you're listening, I'm sure he's not, but if you did, <laughs> thank you. The Florida Department of Education has rejected 54 math books for containing prohibited topics like references to critical race theory, calling it an alarming discovery that violates the state's educational standards. Reasons for rejecting textbooks include references to critical race theory, inclusion of Common Core, and the unsolicited addition of social-emotional learning in mathematics. The department said 28 textbooks had been dumped because they are They incorporated prohibited topics or unsolicited strategies. The highest number of books rejected were for the grade levels K through 5, where an alarming 71% were not appropriately aligned with Florida standards. Indoctrination 101, you see where the majority of this material is found is in the most fragile state of your child's brain development where they are like sponges absorbing everything so they can lead them down a particular path that ultimately ends up at the government controlling you because let's be honest it's not to your benefit you know if it was to your benefit they would challenge you they would try to make you smarter and smarter and smarter and challenge your brain when you're teaching kids things like common core where math There is no solid answer foundation for it when science is, it can be this, but that, but this. When you are confusing children and giving them a world where there is no truth, it only leads to one logical conclusion, which is your enslavement. You are going to do ultimately and be whatever they want you to do and want you to be. Now, a lot of these books, they do not specify in the article that I just read. Uh, Whether they are in public or private schools, I'm going to assume they are mainly in public institutions, but I can't be sure. Uh, Public institutions are the worst offenders of this. Any of these little stupid videos that you see, and I dismiss a lot of them, and I don't dismiss them in a way of like it's not happening. I dismiss them because as far as teachers are concerned, I'm sure there are plenty of good teachers out there. And the ones that you see, these crazy ones online that are just so happily trying to indoctrinate your children or confuse them on their gender or their sexuality, there have to be so few of them. And I'm sure it really is going to heavily depend on where you live. I'm sure it can happen anywhere, but I'm going to assume that depending on what state or what particular area you live in a state is where you're going to find these people. I have... I've been homeschooling my kids for a long time, but my daughter went from kindergarten all the way through graduation. Um, She's good head on her shoulders. We weren't too concerned about her. Uh, Boys are a little different, Uh, but in her journey, there were a couple of teachers that maybe said political things that we didn't like that they shouldn't be bringing up in class, but I never saw anything like these people you see online that look like Antifa members and are just so giddy about confusing children on a variety of topics. So I don't think there's as many as the internet would like you to believe, which is why I kind of dismiss the videos. I want to see the true facts. I don't care about a video somebody makes. I don't know that particular person. Uh, you don't know where they're from. They could be just completely full of it and making a video just to gaslight you. What, what do I know? So you know, generally when I see them, I don't, I don't really too much comp, comment on them. And 
I just don't really care that much. But what I do care is about the facts that I can find. And this one in particular is all fact-based, that they're trying to sneak these subjects in to further indoctrinate your children. They're just trying to do it quietly, like a state here, I mean, in a state like Florida, where they know it's banned. So imagine how deep they are in states like California or New York or New Jersey or places that are accepting of this. Their, Their complete curriculum must just be you know, an indoctrination factory, like I just said. <laughs> it's uh, concerning, and I'm glad that DeSantis and his group of people up there are paying attention and doing the best for our children. All right, Sleepy Creepy. You know, here's a couple of videos that I wanted to play, and I'm going to play them back-to-back. They're at different times, but the, so you'll notice the audio is going to change. I'll you know say what I need to say about them afterwards. I just shake my head when I see these things. I'll let you hear them and then we'll talk about it. Okay, so I'm going to quickly read Brown Bear, Brown Bear, so you're all not soaking wet. And they're not gonna let me read it all. <laughs> I'll let you, here, you can start no. us off. Can you, oh, here, can I I'll read let backwards? Read the first page. Go ahead. Brown Bear, Brown Bear, what do you see? I see a bird looking at me. Now you got it. Okay. Yellow duck, yellow duck, what do you see? I see a blue horse looking at me. Blue horse? Hold on. Fat guy, fat guy, what do you see? Two idiots with a book. Welcome to the South Lawn. Thank you and happy, happy Easter. (laughs) All right. Wait. Wait. Okay. (laughs) What do you see? Uh... When have you ever heard a president say that they're not going to let me do things? When is that? When have you ever heard those words? Think about any president that has been in the past in your lifetime. Uh, Some of you are a lot older than others and some of you a lot younger. So maybe you haven't seen too many and other ones you have seen quite a few. When have you ever heard a president say that they are not going to let me do something? And Joe Biden says this all the time, which is why I got a problem with it, because it just shows you that his handlers are running the show. He's not running the show. They must really work this guy before he gets out on stage and talk to him about what he is and what he is not allowed to do. I don't know about you, but if I'm the president of the free world and I've been elected by the people, I'm going to say and do what I feel like I need to say and do, period, the end. You're not going to tell me anything. But apparently Joe Biden and me me and him are not the same because apparently him and the cognitive mess that is Joe Biden, that's what you get. They tell you what to do. Also, the second little audio clip, you can't see it, but at the end there, she's waving. Everybody's waving as they're going to walk away from giving his little speech. And she has to remind him to wave. And if you listen closely, if you rewind and listen closely, she even tells him, wait, wave. And he turns back around and starts to wave like he doesn't know what he's supposed to be doing. He doesn't know his cues. I'm just getting tired. I know we pointed out and you're aware of it. I'm aware of it. it. At this point, if you're not aware of it, you're not paying attention or you just refuse to see it. But Joe Biden is a mess. There's something very, very wrong with that man. They've now admitted it for Feinstein, which we touched on yesterday. I think it's come to a a point where you have to admit that Joe Biden is struggling and having problems and to sit there and insinuate that this man is going to run again in 2024 is even 
more absurd because I don't know how many marbles he'll have left rolling around by the time we get to 2024 if he's even capable of winning. I have to say that if the country continues on the same path that it's on, you could run a dog against him. And I'm sure the dog would win because Joe Biden's handling of everything that is America, it just sucks. And we're all paying for it. So I don't see that even being an option in 2024. But they do need to admit that this man is struggling. And the fact that they keep alluding to he's going to run in 2024, they need to knock it off. Because you can see if he can't remember to wave and he ha- if he has people instructing and telling him what he is allowed and not allowed to do. Hello, people. Is that a leader that you want? Is that somebody you want in the White House where you don't actually know who's running the country and who's running the show? It's a guessing game. You're not 100% sure who's pulling the strings in the background. I, I would I'd venture to say whether you're Democrat, Republican, Independent, Tea Party, whatever you are, I would venture to say that you would want to know that whoever is running the country is who you are looking at. If you voted for them, you know that they're making the calls. Not that they're coming out and they go, uh, I put my pants on today, um... Uh, they're not going to let me speak. I, I can't, uh, I don't know. Should I say that? Should I not say that? Which way am I going? Do I walk this way? Do I walk that way? Stop, Joe. You got to wave, Joe. You got to, oh, hello, everybody. No, come on. Come on. That's the guy you want in the White House. Like I said, I don't care what your party affiliation is. That's the type of incompetence we need in the White House right now, as bad as everything is in the United States and around the world. Give me a break. All right, Tuesday's done. We're getting there. I'm pretty tired. I don't know about you. It's only Tuesday and I'm tired. What's going on here? It must have been a rough weekend. If you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me on Apple. You know the rest of the gig. We'll do it again tomorrow.